This is Abide With Me, a daily devotional help. I'm Tim Conrad, a pastor with the Wesleyan Church of Canada, and I want to help you to abide in or to be in Jesus by getting into his word together every day. Today, we will be reading from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 24, verses 1 through 14, and I'll be reading from the English Standard Version. If you can, I highly recommend that you find a quiet place where you won't be distracted for the next 10 minutes or so and have the Bible open and in front of you as you read and follow along, as you hear the word of the Lord. Take a moment to pause this podcast now to get yourself set up if you need to. When you're done, press play again, and we'll get started. Let's pray. Holy Father in heaven, thank you for this day which you have given us. It is a gift as every day. As we come to you, we ask that you would Be gracious to us and have mercy on us and make yourself known through your word to us. As we come before you, we ask you to forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sinned against us. We pray for your kingdom to come in this world as it is in heaven and your will to be done here on earth. Likewise, and we look to you for our every provision, our daily needs, increase in us faith in you. Help us to trust you. Guide and direct us as we read and as we think upon your word. And by your spirit, empower us, sanctify us, change us, that our minds and our actions, the things we say and do and think, might be in line with your will. We pray this in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So let's hear together from the word of the Lord in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 24, verses 1 through 14. Jesus left the temple and was going away when his disciples came to point out to him the buildings of the temple. But he answered them, You see all these, do you not? Truly I say to you, there will not be left here one stone upon another that will not be thrown down. As he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately, saying, Tell us. When will these things be? And what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? And Jesus answered them, See that no one leads you astray. For many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ. And they will lead many astray. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not alarmed, for this must take place. But the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines, and earthquakes in various places. All these are but the beginning of the birth pains. Then they will deliver you up to tribulation and put you to death, and you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. And then many will fall away and betray one another and hate one another, and many false prophets will arise and lead many astray. And because lawlessness will be increased, The love of many will grow cold, but the one who endures to the end will be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will be proclaimed throughout the whole world as a testimony to all nations, and then the end will come. So let's take a moment now to pause and reflect upon this passage, prayerfully asking the Holy Spirit to open up our hearts and minds to what he would have to say to us today. And once we've finished with that, I'll offer a few thoughts on the scripture, 
I'll say a prayer for you and I, and we'll finish by hearing the word of the Lord once more. May we take this word with us as we go about our day. This is a passage of scripture that every time I come to it, I gain more appreciation for faith. And what I mean by that is here at the beginning of this passage, the disciples are pointing out the buildings of the temple. I think elsewhere, they they actually talk about how great they are. In this particular portion of scripture, though, they just pointed out, and Jesus answers them as though he, he sees the reason why they're pointing it out. Look, look at this. Look at this temple that, that we've been able to build, this, you know, this Herodian temple. And he says, not one stone will be left upon another. So now the disciples are thinking, okay, we have to figure out when this is going to happen. So first, back to the aspect of faith is they see these great temples and they think this is proof. What they see, they think is proof of God's favor, perhaps. I'm kind of thinking out loud here, but it seems that sight is an important thing right now. And how this relates to faith is often, for myself, I know, I can think of, well, if I can see something happening, then that's proof of the validity of the thing. For them, I wonder if this is the case. But Jesus is pointing them away from that. He's warning them that if they're putting their hope in, say, Judaism, they're putting their hope in the historical Jewish faith, having a resurgence, maybe even this temple being rebuilt, being a sign of the nation being rebuilt, the autonomous nation of Israel. And Jesus warns them saying, don't trust in this. It, it's going away. This great thing that you see is going away. Now, the next thing is, okay, well, how will we know when it's going away? When are we going to be able to see? And Jesus kind of meets them where they're at a bit. Because they ask about this in terms of recognizing that a a new epic, a new era, a new age will come with this destruction. So they're they're looking for something solid that they can say, we can put our faith in this. This is going to happen. And we can get caught up on all the things that Jesus lists. He lists a bunch of things, wars and rumors of wars and famines and uh, nation up against nation and all nations will hate you and you'll be persecuted. Not pretty stuff. And we can take the view of let's try and see what specific events line up, what specific eras of our history line up with all of those, or what current events line up with all of those. But that's not the point. The point isn't being able to find out when the time will happen, because Jesus did answer that question to an extent. 
What Jesus is saying here is it's going to be obvious. There's going to be wars, rumors of wars, famines, nation against nation. You'll be persecuted. You'll be killed. They will hate you. Uh, many will fall away. So all of that stuff is, is, are pretty strong things. They're pretty obvious things that are going to happen. But the point is right here in verse 13. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. And then 14, this gospel of the kingdom will be proclaimed throughout the whole world as a testimony to all nations, and then the end will come. He's actually not giving them a roadmap to figure out when things are going to happen. He's giving them a warning that they are going to need to endure. All of these things aren't signs necessarily for them to try to interpret. That's not the primary point. The primary point is these are signs to warn them that they are going to need to buckle down and they are going to need to trust God. They're going to need to continue to call upon the name of Jesus as Lord and Savior, to pray to their Heavenly Father for their daily needs. They're going to need to ask the Holy Spirit to give them discernment. They're going to need to endure. We are going to need to endure. When crazy things happen in this world, we are going to need to endure. Let's pray about that. Holy Father in heaven, today we ask that you help us to endure. As we pray for your kingdom come and for your will to, do, to be done here on earth as it is in heaven. As we ask you for our daily bread, Lord, give us strength to endure. As we ask you to forgive us with the expectation that we will be forgiving others, we ask that you help us to endure. We ask you to lead us not into temptation, but to deliver us from evil and help us to endure knowing that yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory, now and forever and unto the ages of ages. We pray this in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So I don't know what you heard or thought of as you read this, but I would encourage you to continue thinking upon it. Keep it in, the, in your mind. I pray that you would endure, friend. So don't stop now. You don't have to, but you can. But we'll finish either way by hearing this word from the Gospel of Matthew in chapter 24, verses 1 through 14, once more. Let's do that now. Jesus left the temple and was going away when his disciples came to point out to him the buildings of the temple. But he answered them, You see all these, do you not? Truly I say to you, there will not be left here one stone upon another that will not be thrown down. As he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately, saying, Tell us, when will these things be, and what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? And Jesus answered them, See that no one leads you astray. For many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and they will lead many astray. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not alarmed, for this must take place, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these are but the beginning of the birth pains. Then they will deliver you up to tribulation and put you to death, and you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. And then many will fall away and betray one another and hate one another, and many false prophets will arise and lead many astray. And because lawlessness will be increased, the love of many will grow cold. But the one who endures to the end 
will be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will be proclaimed throughout the whole world as a testimony to all nations, and then the end will come.